Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. Boy, I'll tell you what, what a day, uh, well, what a day can uh, do to the news, huh? Wow. Uh, we did our update on the weekend, and like an hour after we finished the update and posted it, uh, finally, the administration did something, and they, they shot it down. Of course, they waited They waited until it cleared the uh, mainland and was over the east coast, over the water. It was still within our territorial waters, they said, about six miles out, and they shot it down. And now, and you probably have heard this, Bill, now they're saying that the Chinese may beat our guys to the crash site the Chinese will act, may actually recover the uh, the balloon and its uh, equipment before we get there. Now, I got a question for you. How fast mm. does it take a Coast Guard cutter to go six miles? Well, apparently ours run off a of rubber band power, and we have to wind them up to get out there because that's the only scenario that I could figure out why we can't sit there and protect our own territorial waters. Exactly. And China's there. They, they have to know exactly where it landed. They should be able to protect that crash site. Yeah, it, well, look, it's amazing. We could have shot this thing down over the illusions. We could have shot it down over Montana where we had total control. We should have total control over there in the ocean because it's in our territorial waters. But no, it seems that we held off. Okay, shoot it down now. It's almost like we're giving China... The one-upmanship on this. And China is getting so many little breaks here and there that you got to wonder what's happening and who in the hell is bought and paid for, uh, you know, from China. Well, we know Millie is. Um, we know Biden is. Uh, yesterday, yesterday, Pete Buttigieg was on a, uh, a talk show, and I'm not going to play the audio because it's depressingly stupid. But um, he, he was asked... Uh, why did they wait so long? And he came out and he said, like uh, his in his typical howdy duty presentation, that uh, we didn't want it to land on any of the populous areas, and so we thought it was prudent to wait until it got over the water. I heard the governor of Montana. Now he would know about his state. He mm -hmm. said the most perfect spot to have brought that down would have been over the woods of Montana. He said, you know, we have a lot of them, and they're not populated. You could have brought it down to Montana without a problem, and they didn't. They made the decision to let it. i got to read you, Bill, if you, if you got a second. I just wanna, I got, I've got two. Well, thank you, sir. I have there a list go. here. This is important for people to know. A list of the U.S. military bases in the path of the China spy balloon. This is amazing. Malmstrom Air Force Base, Montana. Ellsworth Air Force Base, South Dakota. Joe Foss Field, ANG, South Dakota. Sioux City, ANG. I guess that's Air National Guard, in case you don't know what ANG. Mm -hmm. Air National Guard, Iowa. Offutt Air Force Base, Nebraska. Camp Ashland, Nebraska. Lincoln, ANG, Nebraska. Whiteman Air Force Base, Missouri, Fort Leonard Wood, Missouri, St. Louis Army Human Resources, St. Louis, Missouri, Scott Air Force Base, Illinois, Fort Campbell, Tennessee, I believe that's wrong, Fort Campbell is in Kentucky, 
Nashville A-N-G, Tennessee, Smyrna A-N-G, Tennessee, Houston Barracks, Tennessee, McGee Tyson A-N-G, Tennessee, Pope Air Force Base, North Carolina, Fort Bragg, North Carolina, MCAS New River, North Carolina, Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, U.S. Coast Guard Station, Fort, uh, Fort Macon. They don't mention uh, Fort Jackson, South Carolina, but when you're up 60,000 feet in the air over South Carolina, you can see Fort Jackson, too. That's not on the list. So that's, that's what they printed yesterday, and I'm sure they missed stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, I would think that the trajectory, uh, w- the way it was going? The trajectory, uh, yeah. Yeah, easy for you to say, because <laughs> I can't say it uh, this morning. Um, you know, I'm thinking of uh, a couple of uh, SAC Air Force bases, you know, like, yeah. you know, uh, uh, Bossier City, Louisiana. Um, you know, uh, you got all the bombers there. It also says, got, uh, excuse me, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead, Bill. No, I was just going to you got the bombers there up in Arkansas, Damascus. You got silos there. You've got down in Minden, Louisiana. You've got uh, where they keep all the, the, the noses for the, the, the missiles, the, you know, 25, mm-hmm. 50 megaton warheads. Mm-hmm. They're in bunkers there. They've been there for years, and, and the, they maintain those. What is in those bases that I just read to you? We may have some very secret uh, pieces of equipment in any one of those bases that I just read. I was thinking, and and this is, they said that they wanted to get it over the water before they brought it down. Would you, what what if the Chinese decided, now they said, well, it was a, it was a commercial aircraft that was brought down. It wasn't part of the Chinese government. It was a commercial aircraft. Understand something. The CCP is staffed with, professional liars, okay? So they lie for a, a living. That's what they do. I'm not saying right. the Chinese people. I'm saying their government is... But then again, ours is doing a pretty good job, too. But what if they said to us, uh, it was a commercial aircraft. Why did you bring it down? You had no business doing that. What if They, they already said, have. All right, no, they did. You're right. Now, what if, a, what if a Chinese commercial submarine came up... The Mississippi River. Okay, now it just decided. I'm gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna unannounced. We're gonna go up the Mississippi River, and we're gonna. And what if you had Biden say we're gonna wait until it gets to uh, St. Louis before we bring it down? Before we sink it. You may say that's preposterous, but no, it's not preposterous. It's the same thing. It. it, it we have sovereign territory. Sovereign means it's ours. That, mm-hmm. Yeah, you haven't got the right to invade our territory and and do that without being challenged. These guys, these guys in the White House, in my opinion, mind you, did something which was pro-Chinese, anti-American. They did what the Chinese wanted. They brought it down after it had done its work after it had recorded the information it needed to record. Some people say, well, maybe they had to get the, uh, the machines back to China to get the information. I'll bet, mm-hmm. you there, I'll bet you there are so many ways that the information coming off that uh, balloon, uh, that information got to China. It may have bounced off one of those panels that it was carrying 
up to a satellite. It may have How do you know there was not a uh, small contingent of crew inside? Like, you know, it had an internal gondola yeah. to where there was a crew of maybe three or four computer techs in there. Could have. That could at, be working everything. Bill, they said it was bigger than the size of three buses. So mm-hmm. could, it, could it have had uh, some people inside? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And the China now maintains it was a civilian balloon. We should not have shot it down, and therefore they maintain the right to retaliate. Yeah, I would. If I were president, and I think if Trump were president, first of all, they wouldn't have sent it. But this is another thing we have to point out: the Chinese, I mean, uh, the press said over the weekend. Well, word is from the administration that the previous administration, the Trump administration had three balloons go over the country during its tenure in office, and they did nothing. Now, I want to play for you, if uh, you don't mind. Mm. I, this is a right ahead. former director of national intelligence. He's like the big guy in intelligence, director of national intelligence, John Radcliffe. He was on with Maria Bartiromo yesterday. I want you to listen very carefully to what he had to say. Can I with the former DNI, John Radcliffe. John, the Biden administration is trying to minimize this explosive situation uh, in this past week. And the Department of Defense is claiming that uh, there were three balloons, Chinese spy balloons, that entered the United States airspace during the Trump administration and that they were not shot down and they were not disclosed. Can you please tell us the truth and if that's true? Well, it's not true. I can I can refute it. Um, uh, former Secretary of Defense uh, Mark Esper refuted it yesterday. Sec- former Secretary of State and CIA Director Mike Pompeo has refuted it. But Maria, the American people can refute it for themselves. Um, uh, do you remember during the Trump administration when uh, photographers on the ground and commercial airline pilots were talking about a spy balloon over the United States uh, that people could look up and see even with the, with the naked eye and that a media that hated Donald Trump wasn't reporting? I don't remember that either because it didn't happen. As I said to you earlier, this was unprecedented. We have never had a circumstance where an adversary has had spy craft over our country, our continental United States, posing a threat for the better part of a week straight. And and that's why I said to you before, the not only is it unprecedented, but the damage from this is incalculable, both from um, an intelligence standpoint and the possible payloads. You talked a little bit earlier about the different types of payloads that a stratospheric balloon could carry. Um, those possibilities are, are, are limited only by your imagination. Um, but what we do know is none of those are possible to be deployed against the United States if a stratospheric balloon isn't allowed to traipse across our countryside for four straight days, something that has never happened before. But beyond that intelligence damage, Maria, the other thing is that the damage that it wasn't just 320 million Americans that were watching this balloon, um, you know, paralyzed uh, for a week. It was Russia. It was Iran. It was North Korea. It was American adversaries who also were surprised that this type of thing could happen and are frankly thrilled at the possibilities of what they could do um, to deploy the same type of uh, stratospheric, uh, uh, you know, balloon or, or device over the continental mainland and have this kind of slow, weak, timid, late, um, frankly, uh, terrible 
response by the Biden administration. Well, I want to I ask you what kind of capability it has, but just to be clear, you're saying there were not three spy balloons from China that entered the United States airspace and traveled and was able to do what we've seen this week. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you that um, uh, very clearly. Listen, Maria, it's every time something goes wrong in the Biden administration, there's one of two responses. They either find a way to blame the Trump administration or they try and find a way to say the Trump administration did it too. And that's what they're trying to say here. This okay. happened during the Trump administration. It didn't. Let me ask you about yeah. the capabilities of this balloon. What do you think they it was carrying the payloads of different things? Was it drones, satellites? What, what and, and was there an opportunity to drop and scatter devices that could be powered by solar energy, which would give you unlimited surveillance? Back to the CCP. So great question, Maria. A lot of people have sort of minimized the a balloon as an obsolete technology. You have to ask yourself, wh why would the Chinese then even send obsolete technology um, uh, over over the United States if it wasn't going to provide anything of value as the Biden administration has tried to tell you? Listen, the truth, without getting into anything classified, is that stratospheric balloons, be, because of recent technologies, can be maneuverable, can, can loop around, can hover, and do things that um, uh, low Earth orbit satellites uh, can't do. Uh, we know from public reporting, without getting into anything classified, that China, for at least six years, has been successfully deploying payloads, including drones, from stratospheric balloons. And what's publicly known um, is that the U.S. military and Department of Defense has a number of projects um, out there involving stratospheric or stratolite balloons and different types of possible payloads that could be deployed. As you, as you talked about, everything from cicada drones to very small electronic listening devices uh, that could run on solar power and transmit data back interminably. All of those things, Marie, are possibilities. I'm not saying that they took place here, but what I'm saying is none of those terrible um, scenarios would be possible if this had been taken down as it should have been before it crossed into U.S. airspace and remained there for the better part of a week. So really an inexcusable, inexplicable national security blunder. Well, I mean, look, this is not the first time the national security team has met with their Chinese counterparts a few times and they've been laughed at, mocked. Uh, we had COVID-19, which killed one million plus Americans, and we continue to have no questions whatsoever asked of the CCP about the origins of COVID-19, not to mention all of the intellectual property theft and the impact uh, to American companies. Where is this going? Well, you just uh, you just barely touched on a very long list of uh, national security concerns and disasters by this national security team that, that President uh, uh, Biden has has in place. I mean, you, you didn't even touch on uh, a manufactured national security crisis at our southern border uh, or uh, an unmitigated military disaster in Afghanistan that they uh, were the architects of or that their sternly worded letters didn't stop uh, Vladimir Putin from invading Ukraine. That's before you even get to the soft on China approach that has been there from day one, not confronting China over a million dead Americans from, from COVID uh, that originated in China.
China, hundreds of thousands of deaths from fentanyl that's coming from China, uh, and now we have a spy balloon that violates our, our sovereign airspace for almost a week straight. Um, it, it does lead to, to the question about this national security team that you asked before, Maria, and, and you know, there's a long list of incompetence, but there's also a very fair question about whether um, this national security team is compromised, and I don't think Americans have any confidence in them based on all the things that I just mentioned uh, and more, and I think that uh, we're stuck with President Biden for the next two years, but he needs to make some changes to his national security team. They have failed the American people over and over again. So somebody should be fired. He needs to make changes. Thank you so much. John Ratcliffe, thank you, sir. So he was being kind. He said it was four days over the uh, continental United States. Uh, it was a couple of weeks. Yeah, well, actually, it's 10 days. Um, it's it, it, This is what the story has in front of me. 10 days. It, it, Bill, it went over the Aleutians, right, which mm-hmm. is, by the way, a massive chain of islands. It's not like all bunched up. It goes pretty almost to Russia, the Aleutians. It went over the Aleutians into Alaska. What it did in Alaska, and I saw a map, it did a circle. Yeah, and did that in Canada, too. <laughs> yeah, and then it went down over Canada, like you said, went into, uh, by the time it got into our mainland, into our lower 48, it had been six days in the air over over the North American continent. You know, uh, he mentioned, she mentioned, because uh, it was one of the things that I thought, you know, you're talking about payloads. And you talk about drones and the cicada. They have the little drones that are like a little fly. Yep. And you go, oh, well, what can you do with a fly? Well, oh. actually, they're pretty sophisticated there. It's microscopic. The, 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 look, at, look at all the circuitry that you have in a computer or a smartwatch. Right. You know, something really tiny and small that could fly a rocket. And that's yeah. the technology that's in it. Now, let's say that you had a million little drones that you dropped out over the course of all these bases, you can spy now. You can see everywhere that you want to. One drone can be a homing drone. So, in other words, if you decide that we're sure. going to, they're going to go to war with us over Taiwan. Well, what better way to to to, to take down our military than to know exactly where all the jets are? Where well, they kind of know, but you know they can pinpoint the missile silos, everything. Yep, and just. Take it out before it ever, what, you know. What, when you say it. homing, uh, homing drones, essentially they're they're for targeting. They can literally, yeah. they can literally. They're so small. Some of these drones, they could literally attach themselves to a the warhead of one of our missiles, and they could take it out while it's in the silo. That's right. Yeah. It, 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 out in the field, they used to use lasers. You know, they'd have the guys go, you've seen it in the movies, they go, yep. paint the target, paint the target, point the laser on it, now you know where the target is, you can hit it. Yep. Well, a homing drone, it, it paints a target. Yep. So it's got a, it's got its own little ID, and you're going, okay, that is drone number 1652, whatever number, and that's your target, and you can take it out. So the damage that was potentially done to the United States security is... Incalculable. (laughs) Yeah, and I mean, now you have to take into consideration that we are compromised. Extremely compromised. And then again, what if they decided they wanted to put something into into our water system? Easy to do. Couldn't they have just dropped a bunch of stuff into different reservoirs 
along the way? We're talking about military bases, but what if they had some other purpose? What if they had um, some kind of uh, a poison? You could drop it from uh, an aircraft into any number of uh, Go over the waterways with fentanyl. Yep, exactly. You know, I mean, you know, we, we know what fentanyl does. Oh, by the way, I saw a weird story. Another vaccine that's in the testing stage right now that may be a mandatory vaccine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you sent me this, I think, yes. The, the, yeah, it's the vaccine uh, for fentanyl. Yeah. What, what that says to me is we're accepting the fact there's going to be fentanyl problems in our country, but we'll come up with a vaccine for it. Instead of yeah, stopping so in the other problem. Words, if you get some random, you, know, you, you touch something that was infected, you'll be able to ward it off. But, you know, come on. Why are we letting ourselves get to this point? Because you know, we no. have some incompetent, selfish, treasonous people in the, the halls of our government right now. That's why. In well, my I said last opinion. weekend, I said over the weekend that I think the uh, the 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 balloons mm-hmm. that that's a that was a pre-invasion uh, that 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 lets me know that we are on the cusp of war that was a pre-invasion attack and set up by China and it could be over Taiwan because we've threatened that we will defend Taiwan mm-hmm. it could be but China's been thumbing their nose at us for years because they think that we are stupid. They think we're idiots. They own Joe Biden. They own military. Milley, he sat there during the Trump administration and said, look, if he, uh, if we decide to launch on you, I'll let you know. That's treason. That is treason. That is treason. He should be in jail today for doing that. He admitted that on means, television. That means he's an operative for China. Yeah. And I'm sorry, friends, but you know what? That guy should be brought in for trial, stripped of his stripes, stripped of his uniform, sent out in his underwear to the gallows. Hey, because listen, he is a traitor. If you're listening to what we just said and saying, "Oh, come on, that's no big deal," look, I up. want I want you to think of this. If it were World War II, and one of our generals said to uh, one of the uh, generals in the Nazi Party over there in Germany. Don't worry, if we're going to uh, attack you on uh, the coast of France on June 6th, what do you think would have happened to that general? He would have, he would have, they would have put him in front of a firing squad. So yeah. uh, what you said is absolutely correct. Uh, I think China, I, I think China owns the United States in more ways than one. I mean, we, we've gotten lazy and complacent in the United States. We're so happy with everything. Yes. You know, Bill, you're absolutely correct. I was looking at the news this morning getting ready for the program, and I was amazed at how quickly this important story that we should be talking about for weeks, for weeks we should be talking about this, it had dropped off the front page. Mm-hmm. It, it's not the big story right now. They're talking about stuff like uh, the Disney Channel comes out with a new woke TV program. Who cares? Jill Biden. Jill Biden presented the uh, Grammy Award for Best Song. I don't care. I don't care. See, there are more important things we should be talking about right now, like the fact that our whole country was compromised by the Chinese and our administration screwed up. 
Big Did talent. you ever see Joe break a sweat over this thing? No. As a matter of fact, he said, on, he was interviewed, he said, uh, I gave the order to shoot it down last Wednesday, and they decided to do it uh, yesterday. And I'm thinking, well, wait a second. If you're the president of the frigging United States, and on Wednesday you said shoot it down, it doesn't give, shoot it down now. It doesn't give them the latitude and flexibility to say, okay, he gave us the order to shoot it down. Let's do it next week. You do it right now. Well, who was the one that said, yeah, we'll do it when we get around to it? Was it Millie? Mr. I'll, I'll let you well, know. Well, I got a feeling that, that Jill pulls a lot of strings, too. But she came out yesterday and was so delighted with how the whole thing was handled. She was just bragging about the fact that the administration waited until it was uh, clear of any uh, populated areas before they brought it down. Trust me, friends, that's never been a problem. This is a real big country, a real big country. There's a lot of wilderness out there that we could have shot it down in any number of spots without hitting any. Heck, we wouldn't hit a deer in some of these forests. Um, but I, I think that the Bidens, like you said, are puppets to the Chinese. And I think that we're being played. I think the media... Is a co-conspirator. Just look at the stories this morning, folks. Don't take my word for it. Just go look at your uh, local newspaper. Go look. It's not the top headline right now. Do you think that Pearl Harbor fell off the, the headlines uh, on December 9th? Do you think they stopped talking about the attack of Pearl Harbor on December 12th? Well, Biden wasn't president then. He might have been a kid, but he wasn't president then. I'm, yeah. I, I don't know, Bill, how this is going to end. Um, I do think... Not the, good. I, here's what I... I was thinking about this, and I couldn't help it. If you were in the military, and you've sworn an oath to protect our country, and you're just sitting on your hands as our enemy is flying one of their uh, surveillance satellites, essentially, surveillance balloons, over our prime areas in our country and we're doing nothing, don't you think that that would be frustrating as heck? I mean, I would be, Yeah, I'd be so ticked off. I don't know how you can be in the military nowadays where this guy is the commander-in-chief. Well, we, I think we just pointed out with those stupid balloons that our military is compromised. Now, I would have told you five minutes before the show yeah. that the only the only thing that was really compromised in the United States was the population, 80 to 90% of it, based on studies that are out there. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's based on our power grid. And, you know, you look at the power grid, you look at the transformers, you get your you get your power bill. Do you know who owns the power stations? This is who amazing. Who owns the power generators? This is amazing. No, you don't. You nope. really don't. I mean, I have UGI. UGI used to own it. Susquehanna Power used to own the big nuclear plant. Right. Now they just, they bill you, and you look at your bill, it's called a processing fee. It's 140 bucks that you pay for the distribution of the electricity that they don't do. All they do is they send their little trucks out to do maintenance oh. and repairs that they have the contracts for to whoever they sold it to. Case in point, these, bill, these things you get in the mail, uh, clean energy, you know, they want you to switch to their energy service. It's not like they're running they're running new wires to your house. They're just it's the same energy They're service. just taking over the billing. Then they're not going to give you clean energy. They they're just going to give you a different type of bill from a mm -hmm. different company because 
they have no control over where the energy comes from. It's not like they're going to say, okay, uh, Jim Harrington just uh, changed a clean energy, so we got to switch him to a clean energy generator. Nah, it's all the same energy coming from the same place, period. See, and it doesn't matter about down the road, the Susquehanna power plant that's there. And, you know, it, it used to be a nuclear reactor. It had a 25-year life, mm-hmm. and that was it. Yeah. We got we got reactors that are going on 50-plus years. Well, now that's interesting because our power grid, you look at the big lines that are going out there, the big high-wire lines, they're 50-plus years old, 50, 60 years old. The, the, the guts to our system is so old and so dilapidated. You know, you've heard about blackouts and right. things that have gone down. It was going down in the 70s and 80s because it is old, old, old. I don't know who owns it, but either way, it the there's a consortium. Go ahead. Sort of like our, our highways and rail system is old, old, old. You know, if we had some of the money that we had invested in failed wars... And, or the Ukraine. And, or the Ukraine, and put it into our infrastructure, into our highways, into our energy systems. We would have the most sophisticated systems in the, in the world. The reality of our energy system is an EMP can take it out. Now, yeah, there's Faraday cages that can protect certain components. But the one thing that a Faraday cage can't protect is a cyber attack. And a cyber attack can not only take out all the software, can go in and take out all the hardware. Well, oh, we'll just put new hardware in. Well, that's fine. Uh, you know where you get the transformers from? And all the big hardware that goes to distribute that power and amplify it up? A lot of the chips and stuff come from China. All of it comes from China. So we would be without power, entire nation blackout. We would be going to China with hat in hand. Excuse me, I know we have some differences, but could you get could, could you turn our lights on? Wait a second. What if what if the uh, balloon that flew over the midsection of our country would drop dropping these little uh, uh, miniature drones? What do they call them? They call them um, uh, not cricket uh, drones. Uh, cicada, cicada, cicada bug. Like yeah. Cicada bug. Yeah. Cicada, they, come, uh, yeah. they come alive when yeah. you know every so often. But so let's say That's you drop what's... you drop them over our energy grid and they destroy. You know, they destroy our, our software in the in the grid. You don't yeah, even and have... the software goes ahead and overloads the system. Yeah. And now it's all got to be rebuilt. Now, there was a case scenario done about six years ago. Mm-hmm. If our grid went down and we had not even a total shutdown, we would lose 80 to 90% of our population. Think about that, friends. You live, let's say that you're in Boston you're on the fifth floor of a high-rise condo. Well, you're in trouble. Cold. Yeah, you're in trouble. Yeah, you don't. What are you gonna do? You know, I was there over the weekend when we uh, sat there. I went to the store on Friday. It was it was like 17 degrees. I got out of the store. It was six degrees. I woke up in the morning and it was minus 16. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Now live that without power. I don't. No know. way to get around. I know that in Think order for that. them to live in that environment uh, 200 years ago, each room had to have massive fireplaces, and they had to have things like uh, bed warmers. So 80 to 90% of the population is at the mercy of China. Yeah. Because, unfortunately, 
That's just the way it is, friends yeah. and neighbors. Now, maybe our military and maybe our government, our, our top-notch officials are protected. Well, la-di-da. You yeah, know, what does that do America. for you? Yeah. You no. know, and so you, screw the population. As long as the oligarchs get to, you know, uh, look, if somebody's doing an attack, <laughs> they do something like that, I want to know that our ships, if I'm going to die, I want our ships and our planes and everything to blow the hell out of the other side. Remember, you know? by the time the the balloon was brought down, um, the damage the damage the damage was done. No, the damage yeah. was done. The other thing I was questioning was if you want to retrieve the stuff that's on the balloon, mm. why did they shoot a missile in it that destroyed it? I mean, the missile. If you saw the pictures, it blew it apart. My question is. Why didn't they take a fifty caliber machine gun and, shoot to, it. and just shoot a couple of holes in it, let it uh, deflate uh, gradually, and then pick it up on a beach somewhere? Well, uh, let me ask you a question: How much does a fifty caliber bullet cost? I mean, you probably can get it for I don't know three, four bucks nowadays. All right, yeah. and then now the uh, the heat seeking sidewinder missile missile It'll probably cost uh, I don't know half a million dollars maybe. Yeah, okay, maybe more. And the jet and the fuel and the pilot to get it there. Yeah. Ah. But I mean, he, so, he, he was up. It was up like sixty thousand feet. So you would have had to fire it from a, a jet anyway. You had you would have had to get up there to shoot the the gun. But they have guns and airplanes too. They have they have you know, these yeah. cannons. You don't have to. Uh, so to we shoot spent a over a million bucks to take down, you know, a balloon, um, ten thousand dollar balloon. Yeah. And you know that's 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 good thinking on our part. There. One of the things I found this morning is they're saying, "Oh, by the way, there was a balloon similar to this that flew over Hawaii last year, but we didn't hear about it." Well, I think that these balloons have been flying for a long time, and you know, let's go back to the Trump scenario. Trump goes, it never happened under his watch, right? And I would say that's true, except for one thing. He's not standing out on the, the, the front lawn of the White House looking up in the sky. He's got military people that do that. Now, if Millie or any of the people in charge, right? yeah, we got another balloon flying over. Well, let's not Don't say anything tell to the, the president. president. Yeah. Let's not tell the public. Th that's a good point. Uh, they mentioned this in one of the interviews I heard yesterday, and they said, well, if that's the case, then that's as big a problem as the balloon itself, because if you're not telling the president key things that he should know, that by itself is treasonous. So who's running the damn country? Oh, I no, <laughs> no, I happen to agree with you. Uh, the so other, we're in trouble, friends. I mean, and and you look at, let's go back to the coronavirus. Right. All right. No consequences that, for a frigging deadly disease. Yeah, and it came from where? Uh, China. And, and oh, by okay. the way, by the way, you, you remember, Bill, the woke left was offended when he said China, China, China. Remember that? He'd say China, China, China virus. And the woke left, the New York Times, the Washington Post were were put off. That's such a racist way of saying it. They shouldn't say China, China, China. No. If it came from China, damn it. It's a China virus. Period. Well, maybe these people that were saying China, 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 you can't say that. Got to check, check, check from China, China, China. You know, I'm not saying they don't just have one or two people, you know, beholden to them for money. They got a lot of people. This has been a long time coming. Yep. 
And I'm saying that these bastards want to take down this nation, and they think we're stupid. And oh, they do. Oh, they do. Our Bill. military leaders are. You said something right there, which is is key. Our government thinks the population is stupid. Yeah. Dumb. Do you know that they actually think, I think, that they can do anything they want and we'll forget about it in a matter of hours? Meaning, well, we'll walk out of Afghanistan in the worst way possible and you'll forget about it because the news media will lead you, a, will lead you on to something else. I'll say two things to that story. Now, I noticed, like, you know, I, I travel to Boston about once a month. And I notice on the news, major news players, they have their Friday news. Right. And then they take that news cycle yeah. and it repeats in an hour loop or a two-hour loop all the way through the weekend. doesn't matter what happens. Now, the balloon story happened over the weekend. Yeah. And Sunday, before I was leaving town, I was talking to one person, you know, and actually a conservative person. I said, boy, that balloon situation, that spy balloon, what balloon? Yes. The spy balloon. Yes. Well, I didn't hear anything about that. Yeah. The spy balloon. You know, the one that flew all over and all over. What? And I'm going, because, yeah. because our media is set up not to give you all the facts and information. And I'm sorry, whether you're conservative or liberal, you ain't paying attention. <laughs> How true. Sorry. No, you're absolutely correct. Um, Another thing that we should point out, and nobody's talking about this at all, on Friday evening, over Billings, Montana, this is when, by the way, they said the balloon was over Kansas City, Missouri now. They have video of a what looks like uh, uh, something was shot down over Billings, Montana, and it fell to the ground, and nobody is talking about it. Yeah, it's and like, you know, there was the video of that, and it looks just like the one we shot down over the ocean. <laughs> so maybe we do have some information. Yes. Oh, no, we can't talk about it because we got to give that to the Chinese. They own it. So did they we have, hurt us. Phil, did we have one? Did we have two? Is is there another one up there? Is is it a is it a squadron of these balloons? What does China have on our leaders that make them so forgiven and us so vulnerable. Oh, they got blackmail. They have, uh, they can they can turn around at any any point. I'm sure and say, we paid the Bidens millions of dollars in cash to find out what's happening in your country and to get access to your government. That's what he they can say. And, and, and well, <laughs> you know, giving them access, they. They don't care about the people. They want our land. They yeah. would love to annex the United States. And if they can annihilate the population, they can come in with flamethrowers and burn up the dead bodies. I'm being morbid here, no, but no, I'm no, just no, saying. Was it you that said this to me or somebody said this? The perfect way to take over the country isn't to isn't to destroy the infrastructure and have to come into it and then rebuild it like World War II. Just take the people out. Just take the people out. Do you know, they, yeah. they talked about something when I was a young man, maybe even a kid. They talked about something called 
The neutron bomb. Neutron bomb. Yeah. And the neutron Kills bomb. everyone, but it leaves the buildings intact. That's exactly right. And you know, nobody talks about that anymore. It's like it disappeared. It fell off the planet. Neutron bomb, whoever. But that was a serious uh, uh, weapon that they had back, in, I think, in the 60s. Well, here's, here's going back to the, the balloons. And, you know, you hear, you hear uh, a, a person pretty high up talking about it. The little mini drones, they call them the cicada drones. Now, what do you know about the cicada bug? The cicada bug keeps coming back year after year after year. But now, it's dormant for oh, a long time. Yeah, maybe maybe it comes back, I say, year after year. It may come back every seven years. It'll but come back. But it's dormant. Yes. Yep. It wakes up at a predictable time. Well, if it's a drone, who predicts that time? Well, the owner of the drone. Right. So those little drones could go all go down and fly to their little places. And some people may say, home. well, if you take out all of the people in this country, who's going to run your country? And I would say, look to China. It is a country filled with people, filled with people. They could bring people over by the boatload, a never-ending conga line of ships coming from China to our West Coast and fill up our country. Just all you have to do is say oh, to some they of these can people. march right over straight up and through Canada. And you may as well take Canada while you're at it, too. Well, and then yeah. they got the whole damn thing. That's right. Plenty of room to spread out. Don't worry about those bodies. You come across a body, let us know. We'll have one of our retrieval teams come by and clean it up for you. No big deal. Just enjoy yeah. your new property. Yeah, really. fertilizer for the plants we're about to grow. You know? Yep. It's it's sickening and it's sad, but that look China, they have a problem with food. They need a bread basket. We have a bread basket now. Yeah. Ironically, you know our 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 warehouses, our our our, you know food supply houses and yeah. whatnot. They're burning down just willy nilly. You know why? And where did a lot of our grain go to when we were producing it? We were producing it and sending it to China. We were sending our grain to China and Russia, ton of it, tons of it, shiploads of the stuff. Well, China has, they, you know, they, they got our strategic oil supply. We've shut down our independence of fuel, which we have a bunch here, but we've shut it down. Uh, just last week, uh, we've had mines, precious metals mm -hmm. for gold, copper, silver, nickel, platinum, we shut down the mines, which puts China back on the map yeah. as the number one uh, leader now in precious metals. What is our dollar backed by? Precious metal. What is you, What are we using technology? Precious metal. This goes to a question I asked you last week. Is there one thing that Joe Biden has done to the betterment of our country since he's Absolutely been in office? Not. No, not a not damn thing. Nothing. But he's made money on everything, and I'm still waiting to see the check he gets for leaving all the hardware that he left in Afghanistan. Because you know, it, no matter what his policy is, as corrupted as, as it is, he gets a check. If there are he more balloons, and, if there are more balloons out, out there, Bill, will we know about it? No. I mean, we can Not have it. The other thing is, as you talked about our bread basket, I mean, the satellite flew over much of our bread basket. What if it drops some sort of a uh, disease that takes out our our food system, our food supplies? 
Well, it, it could do that. Now, one thing, what is China doing? They're buying up farmland. Buy in, in most of our strategic bases are housed or surrounded by farmland. And where are they buying the farmland? Close to military bases. And the interesting and now thing you got about these balloons flying over. Yeah, you wonder where where would they transmit this information from the balloons to? It might be being transmitted to those farmhouses down uh, below that they've just bought. They may have you don't know what they have in these farms. If it's owned by the Chinese, they can keep you off their property. That should be against the law, by the way. If we have uh, an adversary government, we should make it a, a law that you can't sell. Things like farmland, our property to an adversary. This mm-hmm. goes back to what else do they own? They, you know, it's like do they? How many buildings do they own in, in Chicago? Do they own any buildings in Washington D.C.? Uh, are any of our government buildings leased from the Chinese? Uh, well, uh, you know, uh, Joe's place was, you know, his his uh, whatever it was, his office that he had when he was vice president. And stepped out, you know. Yeah, um, it was it was leased by the Chinese. Here's the icing to this all this cake, though. The WEF. Yeah, they're predicting now of a uh, a uh, well, they're forecasting a catastrophe that is going to be a crippling catastrophe. Now, the World Economic Forum, they they they're the ones that told us, right? You know, the precursor of the virus, right? Yep. Bill Gates and whatnot. Well, now they're sitting there saying in two years. Wait a minute. Isn't that when the election's going to be? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, they're saying that there is going to be a catastrophic cyber attack from China. This is in the news. I wouldn't surprise me because in my in my opinion, right? We had one of those uh in 2020 and it uh, bent the election in a certain well, direction. Yeah, and some of it I think I think, you know, a lot of what we've been seeing um, has been testing, right? If you, you know? voted, if you voted for Joe Biden right now, and you're listening to our podcast, first of all, I think there's hope for you because I think the fact that you're listening to our podcast uh, is a good sign. But you, you got to be asking yourself, what the hell was I thinking? You got to be looking around and say, wait a second, I voted for Biden because I didn't like Trump, but what is it that? that Biden has done for us. You know, over the weekend, when everybody was worried about what was going on, Biden took Air Force One with Hunter Biden. and he flew, On personal business. He flew up to New York State, to Sy- the Syracuse area, and like you said, Bill, it was personal business. They use our Air Force, uh, that big 747, Air Force One, uh, like uh, it's a bicycle going down to the store. You know, I mean, we're going up to New York State to do some personal business. No, 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 no. You, you, you want to do some personal business? Zoom. Use a Zoom. Mm-hmm. They have encrypted systems like Zoom. They could very easily have set a secure video link between any place in the country and done whatever personal business they wanted to from the Oval Office. They didn't have to fly up there. And why Hunter? With all of the stuff that's going on right now in the news about Hunter, what's he doing hanging around the president of the United States like he is? Well, you know, since this has happened, the media is so quick to talk about how Joe took control and 
he shot down a balloon. Great job, Joe. You shot down a balloon. What did that balloon do? Well, we don't know, but you <laughs> shot down a balloon. Give that kid a Cupid doll. Representative Mike Gallagher was on TV over the weekend, I believe, with Maria also, and he talked about the uh, balloon and uh, the administration's failure. Listen. Letting a Chinese surveillance balloon lazily drift over America is like seeing a robber on your front porch and inviting him in, showing him where you keep your safe, where you keep your guns, where your children sleep at night, and then politely asking him to leave. It makes no sense. It makes us look weak and flat-footed on the world stage. Furthermore, if these Bloomberg reports are true, that the Biden administration deliberately tried to keep the American people in the dark so as to salvage Secretary Blinken's trip to Beijing... That's unacceptable. Allowing this to happen in order to preserve a photo op with Xi Jinping, who's committing genocide, that's foreign policy malpractice. And let's assume that the balloon was mostly harmless or we neutralized it. Do we think that this was the timing was coincidental? It's far more likely that they deliberately timed this in order to send a message as Blinken was preparing for his trip. And the message is, look what we can do to you and get away with. Your, your corporations, your career politicians, they will come crawling back. And so the message I have for the Biden administration is don't fall for the Chinese Communist Party charm offensive. It's a farce. It's a bedtime story. They tell out-of-touch global elites at Davos it's time to push back before it's too late, before something far more dangerous than a balloon is flying over American territory. It's absolutely outrageous. I spoke with a former pilot of an F-22 over the weekend, and he said that when there was one situation that he was actually present for when a Syrian uh, uh, ship went into Turkey, the Turkish officials shot it down one and a half mile into the country, 17 seconds. They had to be tracking this even as it entered America, correct? 100% correct. And if it was being tracked over the Aleutian Islands in Alaska, we absolutely could have taken it down without fear of debris or harm to civilians on the ground. And if we don't have the capability to neutralize it, corral it, collect it, look under the hood and exploit it, well, that's a capability we need to develop with our $850 billion defense budget because I suspect this isn't the last time we're going to see a Chinese probe. There's other things we need to do here, Maria. We need to kick PLA-affiliated researchers off American universities. We need to make sure that CCP affiliates can't buy land next to sensitive military bases in America. And we need to shut down what are effectively CCP police stations here on American soil. This is unacceptable. We need to defend American sovereignty. That's Representative Mike Gallagher of uh, Wisconsin. He's the head of the House Select Committee on China. The problem I have with with Congress is they spend a lot of time debating the issue and nothing of substance really happens with Congress. I mean, they go back and forth. The Democrats have their moment. The Republicans have their moment. They they just argue. And when have you ever seen something of substance come out of out of Congress? Even the very partisan committee, the January 6th committee, where everything was stacked on the left side, even they didn't have any solid result from that committee. You know? No, they like to hear themselves talk. I mean, China needs to be declared public enemy number one. We need to yep. declare war on uh, our, you know, on our intellectual property. And in other words, you guys keep your hands off because yep. if you sit there and, and crouch upon this again, we don't care 
that you say it's a private balloon. We don't care anything about that. We're going to blow it the hell up. It took Biden six days to make a decision about shooting it. He said he made the decision on Wednesday, and they've been tracking it for six days over the Aleutians in Alaska and Canada before that. And six days into it, he says, shoot it down. They wait another four days before they take it down. Uh, let's say that's a uh, let's say that's a uh, a supersonic missile coming from Russia. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, that doesn't give you all that time to make a decision. How fast is this leader of ours going to, you know, be able to think to uh, get us protected? Will we have missiles landing before he before he can make up his mind? Well, the mighty, mighty United States is now a laughing stock of the world. But you know, the one thing: what other country did this thing fly over and circle around and do things? Oh, in? Canada, of course, yeah. Well, where's Trudeau on all of this? Where's their military in all of this? He's a he's a waste of space. Well, okay, so we we've joined the uh, the space wasteland there with Canada. Yep. So uh, you know, why don't we just pull up our skirts and give ourselves to China and well, say Canada? Oh, Canada probably figured well, we don't have to do anything because they can deal with it. Where's it? Where's it going? It's going to the United States. They'll take care of it. Let them take care of it. We Canada, rightly so probably said, wait a second, there's nothing to see over Western Canada anyway. It's mostly the Rockies and wilderness. We're not, we haven't got an issue. Let it, let it travel over. And maybe it'll see some, uh, some nice elk and deer or something like that. Let it get into the United States. They'll handle it. There should have been communication between the two countries, though. If they're an ally, you know, because our best interest should be their best interest. But it's not because China goes to Canada to do war games in Canada. Bill, is our country... And I got a problem with that. Is our country retrievable right now? Can we fix this? Well, it's funny you should mention that because I was sitting there thinking about it. You got an election in two years, but I don't think you can go in and fix it in four years. I think this is a 10, this is an, an 8 to 12 year fix. That means if Trump is to get back in... right. Big you if. know, and he could do something in those four years, but now you got another election cycle, and then we could start. We could go all the way back all over again. Right. So I'm not. I'm not opposed to putting Trump there. I think he'd be a great guy. But then is DeSantis the the follow up guy for the next eight years? I got so we have twelve years to correct it. Then if you want to sit there and go back and forth, Democrat Republican, let's get this wokeness out. Of, let's let's. Let's clean the swamp, and I mean clean it. There's a big part of me that says the only way our country can be fixed is if we have some type of uh, military intervention where, uh, because they take a vow to protect our country from enemies both foreign and domestic, and if it's not being done by your civilian uh, government, they have a duty to step in and to protect us. There are a lot of great young men and women that are in the military. Smart people, loyal people, patriots. And there are some stupid ones in there too. And the, But they all follow orders. And it, when you get higher up in that chain, just like in politics, right. you've got people that are corrupt. So I'm not, you know, not going to rest all my hopes on the military coming in and fixing things because the leader's up top, the millies and whatnot. 
the thing the thing I was thinking about the other day when I heard Trump talking about the military, and he did do it in one of his uh, he does these video uh, updates. Uh, he said there are some great leaders in our military. The the rank and file military is the best in the world. He said we yeah. have some idiots in Washington. I'm paraphrasing, but that's essentially what he was saying. We have some idiots in Washington. These are the politicians who wear uniforms. And then we have the real soldiers out. And some of these guys, by the way, you know, they, they were soldiers at one time. They get to Washington, it gets really, really comfortable. I mean, all of a sudden, everywhere they go, they're being limoed around. They go to all the nice parties. They're making a lot of money, and they get, in, they get saluted by everyone, from the doorman to the... To anybody that they see, salutes them. It's a pretty heady kind of environment for anybody, and they they change. I mean, maybe Mark mm-hmm. Mill, Mark Milley has a vest full of medals, and you think, well, he had to do something right to get those medals. I mean, I say that, and having had experience of a limited amount of experience with the military, I can assure you that not every medal that a guy gets is earned. Sometimes, and I was uh, just going to say, you ever been a Boy Scout? Oh, absolutely. See the kid with the most badges? Yeah. Biggest kiss ass in the troop. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> absolutely. And that happens a lot. I mean, I was watching a, a movie the other day. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, it was a terrific movie. It was about, uh, uh, oh, gosh, I can't think of what it was. But there was a scene in the movie where uh, they were trying to take this hill, and it was really, it was it was awful. And Hamburger Hill? I'm, you know, I've forgotten, Bill, the name of the movie, but I, I'll think of it as soon as we stop recording. Of course. Because that's how it works. <laughs> um, but in that movie, one of the captains says to one of the uh, senior officers, I'm not going to follow that order, sir. He'd just gone through this this meat grinder, and so many of his men were killed, and this officer who wasn't on the front lines was saying, keep going up the hill, keep going up the hill. And he said, no, sir, I'm not going to follow that order. I have witnesses here, and I'm not going to follow that order because I'm going to kill all my men. And I'm coming up there, the officer said, and the officer came up there, and then he, the officer saw the predicament that he was in and kind of agreed with him, but he didn't like being being made a fool oh. of, right, by uh, being made a fool of by a, a junior officer. So what he did was, to save face was, he took the officer aside after the battle was wound down, and he said, um, I'm going to send you back to Washington, get you a good job working a desk, and uh, also I'm going to put you in for the Silver Star. I'm going to put you in for the Silver Star. You're going to get the Silver Star. And the officer says, well, I don't know whether I deserve that, sir. Well, no, no, I'll make it so you deserve it. Don't worry about it. You, you will have deserved that Silver Star. And the guy just wanted to leave, the junior officer, and so he he, he left. But I thought to myself, how many guys who got these incredible medals had things like that happen to him. I'll get mm-hmm. you the silver star. I'll get you the bronze star. Don't worry. You'll look really good. In the meantime, there are guys out there, and I, I can tell you this as a matter of fact. My father was in combat, and he, he, can, he told me of several circumstances where things that he did and his men did, right, were silver star type things where guys would run and risk their lives to do something or they would do something heroic. They never got credit for it. My dad, for example, was wounded. 
He was wounded. He never he never put in for the uh, the Purple Heart. Didn't want it. He was too busy fighting the war, and he wanted to go home. A lot of guys who are heroes, you never hear about. And a lot of the heroes, well, they're not as much of a hero as you, as you would think. There are heroes out there. Don't get me wrong. There are guys who deserved it. But there are also some guys out there who didn't really earn it, if you know what I mean. Lay claim to yeah. something they didn't do. Yep. Uh, we could go on and on. I, I think, Bill, we should continue this, this discussion tomorrow because I don't think it's going to disappear anytime soon. It's not going to disappear. Now, the one thing that we will mention that is going on, today's Monday, right? Yep. So tomorrow's Tuesday. Yes, sir. Oh, well, the State of the Union tomorrow. <sighs> you know, now, I, I will say this, oh. and in, in my media brothers, if you hear this and you want to take this and say it'd be funny, because I think it would be funny as hell. Yes. I think Trump should do the rebuttal. <laughs> 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 I think that is brilliant, brilliant. Oh, I think that would be de- that would be delightful. You know, I think Trump should do a rebuttal, even if he anyway. is, isn't. Even if he's not asked, I think Trump should go on Truth Social and, and do, do a rebuttal. A Absolutely brilliant idea. If you are somebody who happens to know the president, uh, you might want to suggest that to him because post it. You know what? Go to Truth Social. And post it. Trump should do the rebuttal even if it's on Truth Social. Yes. He'll see it, he'll read it, and he'll do it. We won't get credit for it. Jim won't. I won't. You won't. But it's okay. People, that's all right. <laughs> yep. Because between you and I know who came up with it. That's you it. did. <laughs> hey, my friend, it has been a magnificent show. I, I've enjoyed this one. I I do hope we can uh, uh, continue it on tomorrow because I, I don't want to totally forget about what happened to us. I don't want to be like that. The, some of the newspapers this morning that have taken the story that uh, about the balloon and relegated it to the second and third page. I'd like us to keep uh, that up there. I don't want people to forget that there was a major breach in security in our country, and we are in a danger right now. We are in danger right now because of what he did. Yeah, and you know what? It could the end of the United States, as you and I know it. Yep, could happen right this very second. It is. Uh, it could happen now. Could happen an hour from now. Tomorrow morning. Tomorrow night. Uh, but I think the one thing that we do, if you've gotten anything from the show, it's coming. Just um, if you are a religious person, pray. Know, uh, yeah, pray. Something's got to happen. Because we're in dire straits right now. With that, I'm going to bid you a fond farewell, my friend. We'll do it again tomorrow, I hope. Yeah, we will. Take care. See ya. The Voice of Freedom, CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com. And this is what she said. From acceleration.com, it has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know. Seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about It's Another Day. 
Podcast.com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million? <laughs>